eyes talk about people and they focus more on people than on tasks. And they're not afraid to show emotions because it's a way for them to be able to connect with other people. When we look at the overall characteristics of an eye, eyes are very influencing. They seek recognition. They're really, really good at persuading and entertaining and showing enthusiasm. And this way, eyes make really good salespeople because they can connect with others so easily. They, again, they have this charisma that just draws people in. Welcome to the Leading by Type podcast. I'm Deanna Pacina, former school administrator turned Enneagram practitioner and disc consultant, and I'm obsessed with all things leadership and learning. I hope you'll join me each week as we have conversations about communication, team building, and embracing your leadership genius. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to episode seven of the Leading by Type podcast. Today, we're going to focus on how to communicate with a high I on the DISC profile. This is the second episode in a series of four where we're going to be looking at how to communicate with each of the specific DISC profile types. If you missed last week's episode on how to communicate with a high D, you might want to go back and listen to that one first and then come and jump into today's episode. Today, we're specifically going to look at how you can identify if you're interacting with an I, what their qualities are what value they bring to a team, and how best to communicate with them to get results. So if you think back to the analogy that I shared last week about how the disc profile types are reflected in a high school drama production, you have your directors who are your Ds. They're the ones who are telling people what to do. Your eyes are your actors. They are the ones on the stage. They're making everybody laugh. And they're feeling all their feelings and they're able to put that into their performance. Your S's are the people behind the scenes, making sure that everyone has what they need and your C's are your technical people. So I want you to lean into the idea today about the I's being the actors and the ones on the stage who gets everybody's attention. When we talk about I styles, they are more individualistic and they use pronouns like I and me. I styles tend to ask who questions, because they're very focused on people. If something is good, they're going to respond with words like amazing and fantastic and everything is wonderful. And if you listen to the tone of their voice, eyes tend to be louder and have more inflection in their voice. They're more outgoing and they have this sense of confidence about them that really just draws you in. They're very high energy and their energy is contagious. They are the kind of people that you want to be around and you just naturally like them. Eyes prefer experience over analysis. They're not data people. They are hands down people, people. They have smiles that will light up a room. And when they're excited and animated, it's almost as if they've never met a stranger. Eyes are really energized by large groups and they can easily build rapport with others. A lot of times you'll find that eyes are really good at telling stories as well. It's funny because when I think back to my time teaching, eyes were always, I, I hate to put a you know a label on them, but they were many times the class clown or the kids that were always talking. And even though they were always talking, you couldn't help but like them. They just really have this energy and this way of looking at the world that draws people in. So then how can you identify if you are talking with somebody who is an I? Eyes are like D's and that they're very future oriented. 
They have animated voices and they are going to make eye contact with you and they're going to make sure that they are connecting with the person that they're talking to. Eyes talk about people and they focus more on people than on tasks and they're not afraid to show emotions because it's a way for them to be able to connect with other people. When we look at the overall characteristics of an eye, eyes are very influencing. They seek recognition. They're really, really good at persuading and entertaining and showing enthusiasm. And this way, eyes make really good salespeople because they can connect with others so easily. They, again, they have this charisma that just draws people in. Some of their challenges, though, are that they can lack detail. They also can have a short attention span and have trouble with follow through. And with those characteristics, it really should not be a surprise that they dislike routine. They don't want complexity when it comes to making decisions because eyes are very spontaneous. They are a fly by the seat of their pants kind of person when it comes to making decisions because they're focused on recognition and seeking fun. When it comes to their biggest fear, and this is something that's going to show itself in how they deal with conflict, eyes fear a loss of prestige or rejection. Because what they want is they want to have fun and they want to connect with people and they really like to talk about themselves as well. And when we talk about the value that eyes bring to a team, all of those things really lend themselves to them being creative problem solvers. They're also really great encouragers. They have a way about them where they light up a room and you know that when they're talking with you, that they mean it and that they genuinely want to connect with you. And they can motivate others through this connection and through things like having a really positive outlook or a positive sense of humor. Eyes are also really good at negotiating conflict because of their ability to connect with other people. Now, a couple of weaknesses to be aware about is that they can sometimes be more concerned with popularity than tangible results. So if you have an eye, for example, who's in a position that's very detail oriented, there's probably going to be some challenges there. So for example, if you do have an eye that's in a sales related position, they're going to be really good at connecting with people. They're going to be really good with having those conversations, but the back end processes are probably going to be something that they struggle with. Those require tangible results, and that's not what eyes are focused on. They also can have a lack of detail or be inattentive to details, not because those things are not important to them. It's just because their focus is different. They're very focused on the connection and people versus the details and the facts. Eyes can also overuse gestures and facial expressions, and they can sometimes listen when it's only convenient for them. So when you're thinking about the types of things that you need to understand with dealing with an eye, especially when it comes to goal achievement, eyes need really clear instructions. If there is something that you want them to do, you need to spell it out for them. They're not good at reading between the lines when it comes to details. But remember, they they don't want to lose prestige. They want to capitalize on those relationships. And so you can set them up to win by being really clear and spelling things out for them. If you want to get them on the same page as you, you need to make sure that you have seeked agreement and commitment from them because they can give into peer pressure because this goes back to, again, their biggest fear is that they fear rejection. Eyes also do not like confrontation that asks them to explain their actions. And as a result, they can sometimes shift blame to other people. 
Now, the blame shift is not because they're out to get somebody else. It's because they're trying to keep themselves from losing any esteem that you might have for them. How do we communicate with an I? Well, the first thing that you want to make sure that you do is that you listen. They need for you to listen to what it is that they have to say. They need to be able to have time to socialize. However, once you have communicated with them, if there is something specific that you want them to accomplish, you will want to make sure that you follow up with the details in writing because they're not going to be able to manage the conversation and the details and be able to move forward. They need specific instructions to move forward after the conversation. Likewise, with an eye, you are better off having four short 10-minute discussions versus one long 40-minute discussion. If you're trying to have a really long discussion with an eye, you are probably going to lose them. They're going to get lost in the details and you will be better served and accomplish more if you have shorter, more pointed and direct discussions with them rather than a long drawn out one. Now, I want to acknowledge that for every other type out there, for our D's, our S's and our C's, these strategies that I'm suggesting are probably going to be challenging for you because none of the other types are as focused on connection and emotion and people and socializing as the I's are. D's and C's are probably going to find communicating with I's draining. S's will be able to deal with it a little bit more because they're more supportive by nature, but there are still going to be some challenges. So I just want to make it really clear that when we talk about all of the types, unless the one that I'm focused on is your primary type, regardless of whether or not we're talking about D's, I's, S's, or C's, The strategies that are being presented are probably going to be challenging for you because in order to communicate effectively with another person, you have to communicate in a way that works for them, not for you, which means it might make you uncomfortable. But if you want them to receive the information and to be able to move forward effectively, you have to be able to tailor your communication in a way so so that they can receive it. So I want you to think about someone you know who might be a high eye. Someone who you would describe as the life of the party, lots of personality, someone who makes you laugh or is always telling stories. You probably work with somebody like this. You might have a child like this. I want you to think about how you can allow time for them to socialize. And then how can you provide follow-up for that person if you've had a conversation with them? How can you provide follow-up, let's say, in an email so that they know what's expected or a written list of things for them to check off to complete? If there are specific action steps that you need for them to take in order to be able to move forward, how can you communicate that to them? Because remember, communication is the responsibility of the communicator. If you want an I to be able to accomplish tasks, you have to be able to communicate it in a way that they're going to be able to not only receive it, but then be able to take action on it. With that said, I'd like to thank you so much for being here today. I love spending time and learning with you. I would love for you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I'm a words of affirmation girl and I love hearing from you. If you found value in today's episode, please feel free to share it with a friend, especially if you know somebody who's dealing with a high eye and might be struggling and would benefit from the tips that were shared here. This episode will help them, I promise. You can hang out with me on Instagram at Leading by Type or in our Facebook group, which is also Leading by Type. And you can find a link to that in the show notes. And if you'd like to know more about your leadership genius, you can head on over to leadingbytype.com forward slash quiz. I've created a short 12 question quiz that can help you start to identify your leadership superpowers. 
I'll be back here next week and we'll be talking about how to communicate with a high S profile. And I hope you'll be back too. I'll see you then, friends.